This is a HeadGum Podcast. Mike, can I say something right off the top of the show today that might be a little controversial? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I got me. I got me a little bit. <laughs> can you write this down? Yeah. I was writing it back. Yes, that's so much writing. At at, on June twenty fifth, at approximately, are you writing down what I'm saying? Yes, I've got to, man. I I didn't talk. I have to write all of this down. Just earlier, at about nine twelve a.m., you said, "I think I'm ready to enjoy." Dot, dot, dot. You can just do dots. <laughs> Let's make sure we're both on the same page about what a dot. <laughs> Fine. Mike, I think, I, I think I'm ready to start to enjoy the music of Michael Jackson again. Okay, what changed your mind? The fact that he's innocent? Well, that he died. Oh, he did die, yeah. When? Seems like a while ago now. He did, he died, he passed away. So there's no way to tell him how much you appreciate his music now. And that bothers me, dude. Because that music meant a lot to me as a kid. But then some uh-ohs came out about the man. <laughs> like when he got set on fire in that Pepsi commercial. <laughs> That's right. Do you remember that? Some uh-ohs about the man. <laughs> So we got them uh-ohs, dude. Those uh-ohs. These boys coming out of nowhere with their uh-ohs. And what are we supposed to do when you're a kid? It does really... You don't think about the conflicted position that the fans of somebody who an uh-oh came out about. Yeah. You know, because it's like... Uh, when I was just a little boy, when we were consuming all this media... 
in as a child in mm-hmm. the eight, late eighties, early nineties. Mm. Uh, you see celebrities as like um, the same way you see like a giraffe. Yeah. Like they're not like, like you, and they live somewhere else. Yeah. And then um, we did YouTube, and we moved here, and you start to see how uh, celebrities are are people, and that everybody you know, fucks up to a certain degree in their life. That is this thing. What I was just wondering where this noise was coming from. Which noise? The white one. I think that's just room tone. Yeah. Yeah. I was just trying to see where, what it was that was making that happen. I think the room, I, I think just love a clean mix, you know, do have we ever had that? Yeah. In the history of the show, if we ever had a clean like if mix there's silence, there's like a clean, Kiss. I will give you ten thousand dollars if you find a time in the show where there was silence. <laughs> <laughs> we could probably have AI do that. What? Check every episode for silence. Chat GBT, find silence. <laughs> I want to move there. Can you find silence? Anyway, silence, I North Carolina. What I but uh, celebrities are like seeing giraffes and stuff. Right, but now like we we like know celebrities and you're like, "Oh, that's just a person with a super duper weird job and the microscope on them." So now when I was a kid, if something bad happened, it was like it was very you're conflicted as a mm-hmm. as a fan. Mm-hmm. Cuz you're like, "Fuck, I like that guy. And now I have to hate that person." It just yeah, exactly. And and we had such a uh, there was such a piece of our history our formative years were spent kind of like being presented this person, these persons, these people get shown to us. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we get to be like, wow, that person's really good. And their music makes my brain go, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes there's a O's. But sometimes what happens in the career of someone that you follow as a kid is they go uh-ohs. They go uh-ohs. Some kind of uh-ohs happens because power and money and fame comes and bitches with and bitches and bitches. All of that stuff comes with its own new imagine getting a big giant delivery in the mail. And all that stuff is in it. And and you're like, you love getting that. You love getting a big giant delivery in the mail because you're like, ooh, what's this big giant thing that I got? I didn't even order. I don't remember ordering this. I'm on drugs. And because you've been you've been given power and fame and money, you get this whole new set of psychological problems. More money, more psychological problems. Exactly. Just like that big pig said. He said, more money. (laughs) Notorious pig. He said, said, more money, a whole new set of psychological problems. (laughs) Yeah, he did. And uh, and that's true, you know? And and it's crazy because, like, the only part of celebrity that we kind of see is, like, the the like candid either the candid like ooh there they are out in the open I haven't seen them in 10 year or you get the like uh oh the two genders <laughs> candid or uh candid or uh oh and uh you know I'm not saying and everyone's like oh you can't we're not going to shed a tear for the celebrity 
Yeah, because they're not big. They're giraffes. Who they're gives just, a shit? They have, they, they have everything they've ever wanted. There's also like a sliding scale of like what's acceptable. Like, um, by the way, do you have anything to say? No. Okay. Um, there's like a, if a celebrity like um, does infidelity. Yeah. Uh, people will be mad for a little while, yes. but then they'll be like, whatever. Like John Lennon punched his girlfriend in the head. <laughs> and people are like, cool. And people are like, yeah, that was a long time ago. Right. But if you, if you like fuck a kid, then you're out forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it would be funny. You, okay. You ever watch the prices, right? Yes. And there's like a thermometer looking thing and there's a red translucent section that hops up yeah, and you yeah. got to like, um, predict the range. Yeah. It would be fun to see the range of shit that you could do wrong and where that red thing stops. Yeah. Yeah. Where the tolerance level Well, because you're right. A lot of it is temporary. A lot of the problems, like, I can't even remember, like, there was this big thing with Lizzo. Like, Lizzo was being mean to her backup dancers. bullied her backup dancers. and And being overtly sexual with them when they were not feeling comfortable with it. Right. And things like that. And then everyone's like, fuck Lizzo. Here's uh, okay. So here's what I'm saying. I think, and this is what I'm saying where we intersect. Cause we're very much like, we're not absolutely no one. Right. And we're not celebrities at all. Right. This is an apartment that I rent (laughs) for example. But what I'm saying is even being, um, in or around a situation where people are going to hear about it and talk about it, you know, the reality of it is the people who comment on it, regular people like online yeah, have like, we've never been in the room day to day with Lizzo ever. No. So it's like back in the day I was super comfortable, like casting aspersions or whatever and being like Lizzo bad. Yeah, of course. And now that like you're more involved, it's like, well, I don't know any of those no. people. And so it's like, yeah. why have, why could I accurately have an opinion and, or something to say about something that I don't, I can't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I'm not, real. I'm not taking it home no. real strong, but you know what I'm saying? No, no, no. It's just one of those things where it's like, I couldn't stop thinking about how Lizzo put a banana in that person. Lizzo put a banana in that person. And uh, and I was like, no, that's fine. I don't need to be ch- cheered for because I was thinking about it. <laughs> You're so brave for thinking about it. <laughs> but I was thinking about how, like, uh, you know, fucking uh, what's his name? Um, Frank so he, Sinatra. So he's taking the chopper to work. <laughs> like, that's fine. He's got to warm it up. Uh-huh. Like Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Like that motherfucker said what? Ever the fuck he wanted to. Yeah, and did whatever. And the fuck. did whatever the fuck he wanted to. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you had to just let that be. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we idolize Frank Sinatra as yeah. someone who is like one of the greatest artists of our time. Crooner. Uh, but nobody talks about how, like, for sure he probably did crazy shit, like, like, uh, fuck with his team or his backup singers or he treated like just his imagine PAs how bad. he treated his PAs. Yeah. yeah. Imagine how he spoke to women. Yeah. Y'all want you today you're my ashtray. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, sir. My ashtray. yes sir. Yes <laughs> sir. 
You are my ashtray. <laughs> and now the time is near. I have finished this cigarette. <laughs> Come here. I, I can't find anywhere to put it out. Open your mouth. Open your mouth, you dear. If you love me, you'll keep your mouth shut. But open wide for my ash. You are my, my ashtray. And we're like, that's all blue what eyes. What a fucking incredible singer. <laughs> what an incredible singer. That vibrato. He's like an operatic. He's a genius. He's a yeah. rap genius. I get lost in those blue eyes. I'm not even listening to what he's saying. It's just very funny. It's very funny. It's very interesting. <laughs> How lucky can one man be? I can stab you if I want. I'll get away with whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> How lucky could one guy be? I left her out in the street. <laughs> and no one gave a fuck. Cause I can do whatever I want. Like the sailor once said, take off that hat, it's stolen valor. But you but. are my ashtray. <laughs> Dude, but here's the thing. I understand that we now live in a time <laughs> today <laughs> where people don't have to be another person's ashtray anymore. You can say. <laughs> <sighs> you can say that you don't want to be. You can say, I don't want that, and you can talk about it. Back then, if you talked about it, you would be disappeared. People were other people's ashtrays until Gavin DeGraw came out with that song about not being anything other than himself. That's right. And it was 2002, and then people knew that they could say no to being people's ashtrays. So those dancers could say that, you know, Lizzo is being mean and, you know, whatever, and, and doing things we don't want her to do. Uh, but but we'll never know the truth. We'll never know the truth. We'll never ever know. We'll just get two sides of a story, and we get to un we get to decide if anything that comes from Lizzo's camp is PR cleanup. Yeah, and not Lizzo, and not what really happened. And we have to decide if the person who sang all this shit happened wasn't into it for real and loved it, but then <laughs> got the like upset about something yeah. and then decided to like gather up all this shit about her. It's just very interesting. We get to decide what's the truth and that sucks. And then what you, what you can also decide is that you don't have to, if it's not your business, you don't have to have an opinion on it. Right. Like for and us. You, and you don't have to like, say your what you think your opinion is to the situation that you're not even connected to out to everybody. Right, exactly. So I'm at a point now where like, and I think we're at a time now and uh, where... Mm -hmm. I think we're out of time now. We're out of time now. Fuck, 
It's like if humans shed their skin, they would. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we got to really do something with that weird thing I said in the last, uh, the way I said uh, Harry's, or what was it? It was yeah. Harry's. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the zeitgeist is now, like, it feels like culturally the, uh, you know, people are ready for uh, this, like, Michael Jackson kind of, like, acceptance because we have this Michael Jackson biopic coming out. Is that One Love? The Bob Marley story? No, that's the one that's coming out. That's about Bob Marley. Got We're it. talking about Michael Jackson. Got it. And the Michael Jackson one is coming out. And I don't think people know yet. Because it's like there's little sneak peeks and stuff. But there isn't like much information about it yet. But what we do know is that Michael Jackson's nephew plays michael jackson oh it's like a dramatization yeah and they said that uh people who have worked on the film said that his performance is like uncanny like it's michael jackson uncanny valley like if you look at his eyes it doesn't (laughs) it doesn't seem right yeah but um i realize that there's a lot of you know whatever you can feel any way you want to feel about michael jackson Guess what? We also will never know the truth. And I also do not want to have a conversation about Michael Jackson with anyone. I don't want to have a conversation with Michael Jackson about. Yeah. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. We we like it's open for public discussion, but that doesn't mean it has to be talked about. Dude, like here's a good example, and this is the truth. If I was like, I want to go see that movie, and then somebody was like fuck you for wanting to go see that movie, I know for a fact that we would never be friends. Yeah. If you right. pass that much judgment, right. we would never be friends. It's not black and white like that. Just like so, that song. Just like that one song where all those people turned black and white into each other. Even if they didn't want to be. Animorphs. And it, so if you would do that to me, I would be like, well, we would never get along in regular life. Right. So why would we have to have this conversation? Right. Save yourself some time. And uh, yeah, it is really like that. That Harry Potter game came out. And yeah. like there was like J.K. Rowling discourse, yeah, you know, and she said some pretty ridiculous shit, and like should be scrutinized for that, I think. Uh, but you know, <clears throat> the the everyone's like fuck J.K. Rowling because she said this shit about trans people. Uh-huh. You know, she's a turf or whatever. A <laughs> <laughs> real turf heavy crowd. And uh, and so everyone was like, fuck Harry Potter. And now it's like, you can't like Harry Potter anymore. Uh-huh. And it's like, man, all right, okay, okay. Yeah. If that's how you want to handle that, yeah. then that's totally good. You know, like she said stupid shit that shouldn't be said. And you can feel someone. however you want yeah. about that. Yeah. And it's irresponsible for her to say those things as someone that is looked up to as the creator of something that means a lot to a lot of people. And she's so tall. And she's so tall and everyone's just like, look at this tall woman wrote about women wizards, lady wizards and for the first time because lady wizards are witches, but these aren't witches. These are wizards. This is the first we've ever heard. Penelope is a wizard and she's mud blood. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, that Harry Potter game came out and she had like nothing to fucking do with it. 
You know, like maybe she got her name on the producer credit or some shit. But she wasn't like in there animating Harry Potter jacking off into the urinal <laughs> at Hogwarts. But the game was about like you literally have full All the cutscenes. <laughs> yeah, full range of Hogwarts. It's like a Hogwarts shooting lightning. It's like out a, of his a, dude, it's if you're a huge Harry Potter fan, yeah. This was like the game for you. It was like open world, you live in the Harry Potter world and you get to like go and be a student at Hogwarts and learn magic and shit. You get to do homework. And that sounds really cool, but this was right at the time and all that shit was going on. Everyone's like, you can't fucking play that. And so when the game came out, people were like, you can't fucking play that game. Like if you play that game, you you're asshole. gay. asshole. Yeah. Uh -huh. Like the guy that's working his ass off to make this game because that's his job. To like provide for his, his yeah. new baby. Like he's going to go home and look on the internet and be like, man, everyone's going to love this fucking game. And then. Like, oh no, they're boycotting it because somebody. <laughs> Dude, I think we need to work on like, and look, this is just my opinion. I'm not saying like this needs to happen or fuck everybody. Nothing we'll ever say on this podcast would be translated <laughs> right, to this right, needs to happen. Right. But, you know, in, in on the subject of people who do uh-uhs. Uh, we this week or one of these past weekends, some friends and I were talking about Ren and Stimpy. Uh huh. And uh, you know, Ren and Stimpy is so important to me. Like yeah. that cartoon came at a time when we had like the "I love you, Billy." Let's share these share these sandwiches now. Or like Calabunga, dude, don't do drugs. And like those kind of cartoons. Where it was like super bubblegum, like everything's good, the world is great cartoons. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden Ren and Stimpy came along and it was like cartoons can be gross and weird. Yeah. And uh, kind of like the Looney Tunes cartoons of yore and then the early, early ones. And then the Tex Avery cartoons, which were like fucking bonkers. Mm -hmm. And they were like, who could have come up with something like that? And it's like really unwell, uh-oh, guys. <laughs> Even back in the day, you know? And yeah. But these are like historical, these are pieces of our history, you know? And I do think that there is something to be said about, you know, keeping these pieces of history, like, oh, alive. You know, even though someone at the helm of that might have been like a piece of shit. Like the guy that created Ren and Simpy. That mm -hmm. guy's a piece of shit. Right. So can you separate the art from the artist? Well, I watched this documentary about it, and there were uh, animators on the show that were like, we put our like heart and soul into this thing. Yeah, it's more than just that guy. Yeah, and like, he, like we know, we worked with him. We know how horrible of a person he was. And like, we loved it. We understand why you're angry. And we supported everything you did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you know, like... Someone could have said something about it or whatever, but this is a time when you were like, you were someone's ashtray and you dealt with it because sure. you wanted the job. It's a good job. And where are you gonna, what are you going to do? How oh, are you going to get a, a job like that? In between that man oh, and sure. that show being shown to millions of people. For sure. A lot of decision makers that's in the, the middle thing. of that. It's like, I think people really think <clears> like <throat> that's the end of Harry Potter. That's the end of Ren and Stimpy. That's the end of like these things. Yeah. But with those, I think there's just so much more critical thinking and also like everyone's just going to watch what they want to watch. I think we're because we're here, we're ultra plugged into like who's mad at who for what reason. But if you're like you have a nine to five and yeah. you work in fucking Pennsylvania, yeah. you don't give a shit about like everyone's Hollywood drama. Right. I remember when one of the recent Dave Chappelle 
um, things came out. And yeah. it was probably one of the ones where he was talking about trans people. Mm-hmm. And I had a friend totally like unprovoked, like I hadn't even said anything about the special and they hit me up and they were like, I hope I don't need to explain to you how like, um, terrible this special is. And I just remember thinking like, what in like a overreach unsolicited thing to say to somebody. Yeah. Like it's also like such an elitist. It's like bringing up religion but in the you workplace. Could, you kinda. could totally think whatever you want. Yeah. And and act on that however you want. But to go to like a a friend and be like to to talk down to somebody like that, unsolicited, I thought was like nuts. I thought that that was a nuts thing to do. Yeah, it's like to what, not really respect your friends like um thought process. Yeah. Or like to try to like think for that friend so that they remain in your like good graces you just have to accept how people like are going to handle like political discourse outside of their familial lives Mm -hmm. and accept that like some people will handle it differently like i don't support like trash talking an entire group of people uh, but unless they're ugly, unless they're ugly and suck like the Nazis, I bet there were some good looking Nazis, but you know what, man, even though there may have been some handsome handsomes in there, the ugly is behind the mask and the ugly shines through beyond the beauty. <laughs> So what I guess like to kind of close this off because I don't want to talk about this for a whole episode, but like I think like you know I have a conflicted I have conflicted feelings about a lot of how we handle canceling people and things like that, mm. and especially when things kind of just disappear after a while and there's nothing that really comes of it. You know, it's like. I just don't know if we know how to handle it as a society, as a culture, whatever. Even if it's just on the internet, there's still like should be a way to handle that. That's I think people in a way want that's, like, to less destructive, less. I think people want to believe that the the things that the somebody sent me an article about this. It's like one of the very few things we have control over right now is like how we spend our time and like what we consume. And we don't have control over much else. And so you want to believe that the people who are making the things that you consume and spend your time on, because time is the most valuable thing or whatever you want to, you want to have this reassurance that they're not like a secret monster or like a piece of shit. Well, yeah, you want. So that's why I think canceling is a thing is because people are trying to protect themselves and their time. Well, and it's worse when they, like, present themselves as someone that is, like, safe and smart and, you know, woke and all of those things. And everything that everyone that loves them wants them to be. Um, And then they, like, do an uh uh-oh. And then you're, like, you feel betrayed by, like, that vision of them. That idea you had of them that they were this, like, perfect thing. Right. Like, if um, you're a piece of shit, just be a piece of shit. Right. At... at at, from Jump Street, and then right. people won't um, like it, it won't be so drastic for you, right? Right. Like if exactly. you if you've been a piece of shit the whole time, like outwardly, people won't be like, "I 
they're being a piece of shit right now. Well, and if you want to be the type of person that's like, I'll never watch that movie, a movie made by this director ever again, or I'll never listen to a song written by that person ever again, or what, or or do any, I'll never engage in the entertainment that this uh oh doer has done. Uh, you can do that, you know, you can be like, I don't want to do that. And if that's how you want to deal with it, that's fine. But if someone else wants to be like, for me, like me, for example, in my personal life, like I've shut out artists in that I, that meant a lot to me in my life Mm -hmm. for like a very long time. Like, for example, I've, we've always known that Johnny Depp is kind of a piece of shit, you know, whatever. Maybe he's like not the greatest guy, but his movies mean a lot to me like i love edward scissorhands that's like one of my favorite movies ever and uh, i stopped watching it for like fucking 10 years or some shit Mm. because i was like fuck this guy like i don't even want to like look at his face Uh, or his hands or his scissors hands and scissors for everyone is like really like now it really comes from that i think because really he was a good he played a character and that was the other thing is like Edward Scissorhands is a character that's like a a joyful, like innocent, like someone that's kind of unaware of the world and, um, you know, kind of like a baby or a fish out of water kind of story or whatever. And then when you find out that he's kind of a piece of shit. Edward Scissorhands you're talking about. Yeah, Edward Scissorhands in real life. I was like, fuck that. I don't want to watch it. But I recently rewatched that movie and was like. Because I've started to adopt more of a remove the art from the artist, like separate the artist from the art, mm. the art from the artist, and uh, and so I I rewatched Edward Scissorhands and I was like this fucking movie's perfect. Also, no actors are them in the movie. Right, right, but it's like they that's them right there, and they already got paid for it. But it is them, <laughs> and it's like hard to like see that person and like. Just in the same way, it's hard to see someone that like broke your heart in yeah. like real life. Well, if and you, you want to dive into it even further everyone in the movies is a liar so why would you want to support <laughs> exactly. that so don't watch movies but uh but i found that like cutting out <clears throat> that thing completely was just kind of like not allowing myself the joy of how that movie made me feel yeah, you're not and, really hurting johnny Depp. yeah i'm not hurting any it's not doing anything for me to never watch it again right it just it doesn't allow me to enjoy the thing that meant a lot to me as a kid and so that's how i'm like that's how I'm moving forward with like art from artists that made uh-ohs like Michael Jackson. Like we'll never know the truth. There were trials. There were all of these interviews. And he and never got convicted. There was like, it all got, Is that right? yeah, he no. was never convicted. He just like the, the court was like the, and the jury was like, he's and the innocent. president said he's innocent. Right. And once the president says you're innocent, that's that. The first George Bush said that he was innocent. But like, you know, I don't want to discredit like people's, you know, experiences that they say happened. But I also, I think that everyone's like, telling we'll the, truth the truth at all times. You just have to, no matter what happens in this life, you have to assume that everyone's telling you the truth at all times. Right. And in the meantime, like for me, it's like, if it was something that I wasn't allowing myself to enjoy because I had the sour taste in my mouth of all of these like allegations and whatever, um, then it was just not allowing myself to like enjoy the things that mean a lot to me. And so, uh, yeah, so I, I was conflicted for a really long time, but now I'm at a point where I'm like, fuck it. Like this music makes me feel good. 
and it, and it's not just this one guy that made this song, just like all these other things. And it's and, not all about kissing kids either. No, not all of them. Only some of them. Uh, but um, in that Ren and Stimpy documentary, like I said, there was like an animator or a few animators or people that worked on the show that ended up saying that, um, you know, just because this one guy was a piece of shit shouldn't take away how Ren and Stimpy made you feel and how you uh, it was something that was important to you mm. because there are people like us who like really put our heart and soul into it right. and I feel the same way about music too like music isn't just one person it's not just Taylor Swift it's not just Michael it's not Jackson. even just one note sometimes it's not it's more than one note like there are a, a ton of people now behind like some of your favorite songs yeah and uh, a lot of people who produced a lot of your favorite songs are pieces of shit. Yeah. And indeed. you love, you eat them up. But what can we do? Like we could just, if we block out all art because humans are fallible, can make mistakes and are complicated beings. Yeah. You know, I just think everyone could do, everyone could consume whatever they want. And I'm never going to judge people for it because I don't give a shit. Yeah, I think that's it. I think we just need to accept that everyone will deal with things in their own way. And we have to just accept the way that we're going to deal with things. Yeah. As long as it isn't like, you know, murderous. And there's only so much of like uh, trying to get everyone to think like you do, that you could do. Yeah. You know what's funny? When all that Harry Potter shit happened and everyone was like, you can't play that fucking game or you're a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And if you even think about getting that game, you're a piece of shit. If you even think about a game. And, uh, like, not, like everyone I know played that game. Yeah. And they're just like, who gives a shit? I forgot that that game People existed. made this game. People worked on this game that, like, have no connection with feeling that way politically. Mm-hmm. So let people enjoy shit. You know? Do you think the, like, uprising of YouTube and the parasocial relationships is what caused a lot of this? Yeah, I guess like, so. Huh? I I've seen it firsthand that people think that they are like anything, that they're that situation involves them. But also, like people right. believe that anything on the screen is the real person, mm-hmm. like, even selfies, like all that shit. You well, think that but I think it's thing. breaking apart. It now, is slowly. Though. It is. But because now it's like, well, we can't be fooled by the this anymore. We have to like realize the person on camera we're seeing is just one version of that person. You know what I think accelerated that is TikTok. Yeah. You could be you could do often. anything yeah. with a phone. You could just have a phone. There's not one person in this world who has a TikTok account who's not um capable of getting like a million views right. on a thing. Right. When YouTube first started, if you got a million views on a thing, that thing was like uh, groundbreaking yeah. in some way or like super interesting. And now it's like you see how easily it could come. So anyone can have this feeling. Yeah. And it, it humanizes the whole uh, right. process. And then it makes you think about like fame and people who mm-hmm. can do it consistently. And how versus, easy it would be to yeah. be famous and how it's like right there. You can reach out and grab it. But also it's all relative. Like what is being famous? You can make a video that is seen by 10 million people but still be like dirt poor and never see any money from that and you know you know i kind of want to sing a song about it yeah okay go ahead you ready i have to go to the bathroom you sing your song oh oh, oh. motherfucker
Imagine if you were like, um, <laughs> like the equivalent of just the guy with an acoustic guitar, but you had like all this shit. <laughs> so you make your friends like sit down and listen to you. Like I actually wrote a song about Jessica, and then it's like pussy, pussy. pussy. <laughs> this is about Jessica. You said. That's right. Okay. Your glasses are foggy. It's time. When I get in the zone, dude. My face heats up. Uh, welcome to the ads part of the show. Um, Steve, do you have your show yet? Sunday. This Sunday. This Sunday. Tell the people about it. Uh, at 8 p.m. at the Alamo Draft House in downtown L.A., uh, there's a thing inside with a bar. I believe it's called Video Vortex. Yeah. 
You just go inside the Alamo Draft House, and it is a free show, by the way. What's it called again? It's called Power Pints. No, the um. Oh, the Alamo. Oh, Video Vortex. Vortex. <laughs> the show is called Power Pints, and it's hosted by Matt Robb and Jackie Skinner. Skinner. I know a lot of Jackies, and that was a tough one to pull the last name. Sure. But Jackie Skinner and Matt Robb are hosting a really fun show where we do PowerPoint presentations on whatever we want. And um, What's yours on? Mine, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and reveal it. I wasn't going to, but I'm going to reveal it Never for mind, you can... No, no, no. This is what it's about. You can edit that out. No, no. Uh, it's, all for it. it's, uh, it's about how caramel has two A's in it. The word caramel. So it's not caramel, right? Yeah, there's a whole presentation about it, and, Good. and and about how there is an extra A in there. I'd buy a ticket to that. Thank you. Uh, but that's going to be one of a few uh, PowerPoint presentations with a gamified aspect to it, and it should be really fun. And I haven't done a live performance in like a minute. Yeah. So I'm kind of stoked about it. Are you excited? I am, dude. It's uh, it's gonna be bonkers. It's very free form and. There is a PowerPoint, and I'll have like access to like clicking around to it and stuff. Uh, what? Oh, laser pointer would be kind of funny. I definitely don't have one, but that could be easy to get. Yeah, we can take a time machine. Yeah, <laughs> to nineteen ninety-two. Yeah, <laughs> with the ones with all the little like like, like the heavy one. Yeah. Do you remember the ones you could unscrew the tip and you'd yeah. be like a teddy bear? Do you, you remember the there was the keychain one that yeah. everybody had, but do you remember the heavy fucking oh, like yeah, dude. the one the nerbs yeah. had? I remember opening up the freezer and shooting the beam in and it would have like you'd see the beam. Yeah. And I'd be like, Oh dude, this is my <laughs> lightsaber. And my dad'd be like, Mio, shut the fucking fridge. <laughs> That's good advice. So go see Steve this fucking Sunday. Yes, at the Alamo Draft House, 8 p.m. Thank you very much. And then next Friday are the next two surrounded shows at the world-famous oh. Hollywood Improv Lab. We got a show at 7.30 and 9.45. You got to come. So many fucking funny people on that show. Melissa Villasenor from Ooh. SNL. It's going to be awesome. I want to remind you that Moon Tower... I'm going back to Moon Tower doing Surrounded there in Austin in Love April. And after that, I think I'm going to the East Coast for a little while. After hey, that. so that's nice. Ears open into the grindstone. And I'm coming, um, trying to be on the road more this year. So we're coming. Uh, there's stuff going on in LA all the time. If you want to come see me or Steve, definitely follow us on uh, our respective Instagrams. And also there's a number that you could text to uh, be kept in the loop about live stuff. It's 
When you're feeling a little lightheaded, well, don't you take a seat? No, that was the wrong that button. That was the wrong button. Take a seat. That's the same That's button. The same button. Take a seat. <laughs> Motherfuck. Take a seat. guys today's ads are they're steaming hot we are keeping the fire burning tonight because these these are some steaming hot ads we love to have food don't we mike we love yeah. eating yeah some of us find it uh, therapeutic. Some of us eat. Some of us eat. You know that, Kevin? Did you know that some of us eat? I've seen it. And if you want to eat farm fresh ingredients that are pre-portioned and seasonal and delivered right to your doorstep, then you can go to HelloFresh and do this. They will deliver this food to your door. You can skip the trip to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy and fun, fun and affordable. There it is. Yeah. That's why they're America's number one meal kit. Isn't that correct, Mike? Yeah. And look, whether you're trying to save money, eat better, or stress less, HelloFresh is here to help you do all three. Say hello to your most delicious year yet with fresh ingredients and chef-crafted recipes at a price you'll like. And it's delivered right to your door. You don't have to go anywhere. It's right there. Is this a commercial? Guys, with HelloFresh, I'll tell you, I feel like a world-class chef. I'm chopping up chicken. I'm chopping up apples. <laughs> I made, like, this, like, turkey sandwich with, like, apple slices in it. And it was so good. That's nice. And I made a little Dijon, like, mayo, like, mustard thing. Yeah. They had me mix some stuff together. I felt like I was cooking in a... Michelin star rating kitchen. I wonder if Michelin is not something I could say in the ad. No, that's like the rating system. Yeah, it's not a brand. It's not a brand. We should probably shouldn't harp on it for too long. Anyway, that sandwich was so delicious, and I could make two of them, and I ate them myself. You had no idea how bad I want to be like, oh, it's like a sandwich from this place. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Because you could do it at home. It doesn't matter what place it's from. If it's delivered right to your door and you get to impress your family and friends with your cooking abilities. And then wink at the camera and go, it's HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. So go to HelloFresh.com slash banter free. And use that code banter free for, and we bury the lead on this one, free breakfast, breakfast. for life. 
Whoa, what the hell? Yeah, There's I no know. way. For life. That's his free breakfast for life? I'm reading this copy directly from the paper. paper. It says... Go to HelloFresh.com slash banterfree and use that code banterfree for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box with subscription. I'm sorry. One breakfast item per box while the subscription is active. For life. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash banterfree with code banterfree. Breakfast! Breakfast! HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Sounds like a great deal to me. Me too, buddy. I, I love, love breakfast. Breakfast! found something that he liked and he's not really worried about if anybody's having a good time he's just like whoa what is that <laughs> holy fuck alright free breakfast for life <laughs> moving on that's right Hang on, I want to do the other ad music. My stuff keeps going to the cloud. I hate it. Oh, shit. Guys, Squarespace, we love it. Uh, you want to make a website? Well, Squarespace is where you should go. It's easy. You can do it on your phone. There's so many options. You can make this thing look like a professional website. Like you made your own, like you got your own web team working on a website for you, but it's easy. They've got templates. They've got really easy to follow guides. Anyone can do it, even Mike Falzo. 
You're 100% right. And I didn't think that I could do it. I'm looking at this thing. I'm looking at the internet and I'm like, I'm never going to carve out my own niche in this thing. That's going to be unique to me. I'm never going to have my own address on Your the, corner internet. Of the internet, my no little way. corner. Then so important. I'm an entertainer. It's like real estate. I'm never going to own my own property because I'm not going to be able to build my own house. But what if there was a website that could help you build your own internet, internet house? house, which is a website. And that's what Squarespace does. Open the door and go to MikeFalzone.com and check out what a Squarespace website looks like. Right. How easy it is to put it together. Ticket buying pages, multimedia, image gallery, links. Whatever, whatever you want. Anything a website can do, you can do with Squarespace. But do it easy. Without the fuss, without the muss. And 24-hour customer support. Seven days a week. Even on holidays. You need help with your website? Guess what? Squarespace is there for you. Oh, I think the answer is clear. Go to squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, you go to squarespace.com slash banter. You'll save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com for that free trial, and when you're ready to launch your website and have the whole world see your work, go to squarespace.com slash banter, and you'll save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thank you, Squarespace. Guys, me undies. Oh, I love me undies, guys. I love them so much. So much so I'm wearing them right now, don't I? Oh, that's I'm wearing them right now, don't I? <laughs> that's the most British thing you ever said. Oh, I'm wearing them right now, don't I? I'm wearing them right now, don't I? I've got them on right now, don't I? I've got anchors, ain't I? Don't it? It's anchors, don't it? He's got anchors on his anus, wouldn't it? There's anchors, anchors on me pants. They call them pants. At some point in our illustrious love lives, we've all asked our partner the same age old question that guys have probably been asking for thousands of years. Can I guess what it is? Go ahead. You have anchors on your pants, don't I? No, it's am I big? Am I big? <laughs> what is this commercial for? Do I have a, uh, do I have a husband's bulge? <laughs> While MeUndies doesn't know the actual answer to that, nor do they really want it, let's be honest. <laughs> or if your partner gave you the actual truth this Valentine's Day, they can help you look huge with, check this out, this is real. The contoured pouch and ball caddy. I'll take six. Oh I want to trick my wife into thinking that I'm bigger than I am. And then seconds later, the disappointment sets in. Turn off the light. Turn look, it off. Turn it on and look at this, then turn it off. Turn and it on, take a picture, turn it off. Never turn it on again. Every ever in your life, every Valentine's Day needs a Valentine's night, Mike. Yeah. And MeUndies is your perfect thirst trap to get the mood right. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
I'll tell you, I will definitely use this damn contoured pouch and ball caddy. I want it now. Send it to me, please, MeUndies. I want to know what this is all about. And, it, listen, let's say you don't have need for a ball caddy or a contoured pouch. Lucky you. This is revolutionary, Mike. We could talk about this after the ad, but there's a world where, listen... There is a version of clothing out there that enhances the buttocks, perhaps the bust. And these are enhancements built into the garments. So why can't we have enhancements of our own? I'm gathering my thoughts. Getting in there? All right. We'll talk about it after the ad, but I'll tell you this. Even if you have no need for such things, there's style for everyone. And there's sexy Valentine's Day prints. Like elect and, and there's things like electric. <laughs> they for Valentine's Day. There's electric hearts or lovebirds, and plus they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. I want an extra small with an extra big insert. And I'll tell you, yeah, that's the way to go. Cut off the circulation on those thighs. And MeUndies isn't just about underwear, guys. You can get their stuff in their lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, and onesies, and more. Those onesies are ooh, a Christmas time treat. You get all snuggled up, you zipper up, and you never take it off. So, guys, this Valentine's Day. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash banter that's meundies.com slash banter for 20 percent off plus free shipping me undies comfort from the outside in I'm coming. I'm coming. Peace and love. Peace and love. I just won 250,000. I'm not joking. <laughs> 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 Every once in a while, something magical will happen. <laughs> but you really got to stick it out through a lot of crap. You do. You do. That's the show. That's how you describe the show to somebody. Every once in a while, something magical will happen, but you have to stick it out through a lot of crap. Mike, what do you think about these pants that, that make your butt look like it's bigger than it is? I think that if you were... Are we far enough away from the ads yeah. that I could speak my opinion? Oh, yeah. I think if you were um, in bed with someone and you pulled off a thing that made their butt look bigger, I don't think that there would be a stoppage to forward motion on activities. I agree. I think if you were with someone whose underwear made their dick look huge and, and then, then you pulled it off, off and it was just a pad, I think there might be a little bit more of a... Second, I, I think guessing. you're right. I think you're right. I think we'd find ourselves at an impasse. I think that if you're the kind, if you would like to benefit from Orpa. the usage, <laughs> <laughs> check my phone real quick. Yeah, okay. With, 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 <laughs> if you want to, this is still the ad. This is still the ad. 
if you want to take advantage of a contoured <laughs> underwear situation, uh huh. <laughs> Whether it be here. and you're trying to take advantage of it because maybe that is a necessary inclusion in your pursuit of sexual entertainment, sexual activity. Then I think you need to work on the before you get to the bedroom stuff so that you're not someone that once the underwears come down and they're like Whatever happened Whatever happened to the contour in your pants? The milkman, the paper boy, the contour in your pants. I was flirting with somebody with a bulge. (laughs) TV. TV. I think if you're, especially if you're on a date and you're trying to be like, uh, take me as your mate, Mm -hmm. I would never lie to you. Right. (laughs) Well, I'm you trustworthy. can't say that part. You have to leave I'm never trustworthy. Lie to you part out. Everything about me is 100% real. Yeah. But see, like, there is that. There's got to be people out there that would take the contour butt pants down and be like, uh oh, there's a lot of padding in those niggers. But I don't think it would stop them. Some maybe. From having, I don't know. Maybe. I think it's way less than I think you're right. tricking someone into thinking you have a big dick. I think you're right. I, I think having a little butt. Or even an average butt is not a, a roadblock. I think that there are societal. Still got a puss. Yeah. There are societal. <laughs> I'm not gonna. <laughs> There's societal pressures. Are there? That create these facsimiles. Are we at the of word? Of who we are. <laughs> the word using part of the <laughs> podcast. We walk out into the world. Sometimes we got makeup on. We got fake butts and fake hat. tits and fake dicks and fake clits. Right? Dude, we got, dude, this world is filled with so many coats, fake I'm just dicks. saying there's all these like s- s- facsimiles of humans out there. there should, and there is quite a bit of deception in the fashion world. And quite a bit of deception in the dating world. Yeah. And then you're, part, you're putting out something that maybe you're not. You're putting the girdle on and you're tightening it up, boys. Because you don't want that beer gut sticking out. You don't want to smack some nice lady's ass oh, with your fupa. Fupa. You don't want to smack some nice lady's ass. With your fupa. Your fat fupa. upper pussy area. Yeah, or a fat upper pee-pee area. <laughs> huh. guy, did you not know what fupa meant? Men can have a fupa. Okay. All I'm saying is, is that the deception that that there should be equality in the in the fashion deception world. Wouldn't that be guys having big butts? I'm saying yeah, it's time for yeah, guys to have padded it. butts. I'm saying it's time for guys to have contoured ball cups in their I underwear. Heard. That girls don't look at bulges, they look at butts. 
Remember when John Hamm had a snake in his pants on his jogging when he has his gray sweatpants on? That <gasps> movie with Samuel L. Jackson. Snakes in the pants. Snake in the pants. There's a motherfucking snake in these motherfucking pants. <laughs> he says that every morning when he puts his jogging pants on. Well. <laughs> All right. Should we do some music? Shit. Oh, fuck. Shit. What'd you say? Oh, shit. What the fuck? How did time get so b b b behind us? You History. <laughs> History. What? Somebody say a cursed history road. A cursed A cursed one? Yeah. I don't want to be cursed. But you asked for history road things. Let's get some music here for the history road. Done. Josh. Karstens has a cursed history road theme for us because I did ask for history road themes and said that it was time, about time for us to have maybe a little bit more history road option themes. What, what's cursed about it? Well, let's find out. Josh says, hey boys, there's here's a history road theme as requested. If you play it on the pod, just give a quick shout out to Tall Liam for me. And tell him, Tall Josh has a new album coming. Maybe you guys can meet up in the clouds and talk about Figure it yourself. It out. Yeah. Also, it's actually 30 seconds long, but fades out for a while, which is why it's 43 seconds. Thanks, Tall Josh. <laughs> no. Out. Out. Bye. Block his email address. Block it. <laughs> Block it. Wow, that was that was loud for me. Yeah. What is this? It's a cursed history road theme. <laughs> I love it. I, I actually Yeah, there's a sliver of hope in there. I got I, Look, if we're going to have, like, at the end of the run of this show, if there's, like, a hundred different History Road this themes, is one. that could totally be one of them. This is one of the themes that we got. Damn, that's pretty funny. That could be, like, when we're, you know, feeling kind of, when it's when we're doing a dark show. You could do it whenever you hate me. You could play that one. If you're ever very mad at me and you hate me and you want me to be in pain, you could play that one. Thank you, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Where is that one other Hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, big fan. Good palate cleanser after that. It was pretty nice, wasn't it? All right, who's next? Let's see. Anything else? Yeah. Thought I was crazy? Play this one. It has even more whistles in it. <laughs> High pitched screams. 
for 10 minutes. Jessica Reynolds says, I thought I went crazy. Hey, boys, I was just finishing up the latest episode on my drive home from work today. When it ended, my phone auto-played the one I had started yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) That's very funny. Uh... For a second, I thought my podcast had for some reason restarted halfway through the newest episode. Because Steve started asking Mike if he knew about the yellow submarine motion capture. <laughs> no, no, no. I double checked, and sure enough, I was not listening to the newest episode, but instead was on episode 288. Somehow, you both had just happened to have the exact same conversation two years earlier. There is an ongoing conversation <laughs> in this podcast right now as to whether or not we should stop talking about the Beatles completely. And I think that this is a. It's at least a vote in one very specific direction. I think there's a world where if Clo- if Dynamic Banter is an offshoot of Cloverfields, uh-huh. then there is a Beatles offshoot show that happens as a result of DB. Beatlefields. It could happen. Yeah. Where we just talk Dynamic about Beetlejuice. Beatles. <laughs> we just talk about Beetlejuice and the Beatles in our next podcast. Well, not to be too... Not to tease too much, but... The Patreon has like a place where the Patreon is a place where conceivably a new show could go like that. And I think, you know, maybe that's a tease. I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe it's just a thing that we just said. Or maybe it's a thing we just said and sounds like a good idea. And now we're going to do it. (laughs) Let's say at the end of the year, we got a hundred (laughs) ideas. And it says here that they it happened two years a conversation from two years earlier. I'd happened to just stop before the topic of motion capture was brought up. Wow. If you're curious, it goes no, no no I don't give a shit. Gave me a real confusion this morning. Love you both, Jess Reynolds. Dude, so funny that we've been stopping the podcast abruptly, and it would so pick up on like one that you left in the middle, so you would never really know if a podcast ended. <laughs> exactly. But I do know, I mean, you know, maybe we talk about the Beatles a bit, but we love the Beatles, but we love them. It's just funny how, like, funny or sad, how we can, you could fast forward 50 episodes and we could have the same exact conversation about mocap and the fucking monster house. Well, it wasn't mocap, but it was Beatles submarine. It was like, it was yellow Yellow submarine. submarine. Right. Yeah. The mocap was the new conversation. (laughs) The new 1.2. All right, History Road Dad Appreciation Day here from Tyler. Tyler Ritchie. <laughs> Tyler, Mike, and Steve, and Kevin. Big old celebration. Tyler Ritchie from Vancouver here. <laughs> Listening to you guys gushing over your dads. In the last episode, it was such a nice treat for me. Sadly, I lost my dad last year. I'm sorry, bud. To pancreatic cancer. Fuck cancer. Big time fuck cancer. Two horn honks for losing your dad. (laughs) And hearing you two take this time out to give your dads a call to share your appreciation for them really gave me a shot to the feels. I was driving home from hockey and I had to pause the episode because I started reminiscing over all the amazing things my dad did for me that I know he didn't want to do. Things like take me to see the SpongeBob movie in theaters, which was my dad's words, quote, 
the most annoying thing I have ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. Uh, Fair enough. Or all the times he took my brother and I to the, quote, way too loud and sticky arcade. Unquote. He eventually started to like the arcade after he found an old school Space Invaders and Galaga machine. Yeah, you just got to find the one. Exactly. Yeah. I just remember him giving us money to get our coins and then telling us to come back in an hour and he'd park himself in front of the old pixelated aliens until we were tuckered out. So thank you for the memories you made me remember. Rest in peace, Chicken Stew. He was a poultry vet named Stuart. Oh, yeah. Chicken Stew is a good Chicken Stew. <clears throat> Let's do a shout out. Big shout out to Chicken Stew out there. Chicken Stew was in that movie where the sky fell. <laughs> That is exactly. Uh, thanks for being awesome. Honk, honk, fart, other silly sounds, Tyler. And there's a picture of you guys together, Mike. Oh, this is a very tall man. Yeah, he is. Let's really see him. Tall. Holy bully. That's a tall glass of drink, isn't it? I'm actually three foot seven. Oh, that was in Vancouver. Let me get a glass of drink. Huh? That was in Vancouver, you could tell, because I'm wearing a Roots Velour sweatsuit. Is that really a whole That was the most comfortable oh, I've ever been on stage. That would have been a great um, pants for a, a bulge underpants. Yeah, the contoured. Yeah. Bulge. Anyway, guys, how He's about gonna that? give out his That's number not, like uh-huh. that. You want to do one more? Let's do one more. Okay. <laughs> Let's give out his phone. <laughs> yeah, I did give his phone number out like that. <laughs> also, a little reminder: Steve has a show on Sunday. Fucking come to that at downtown Alamo Draft House. Alamo baby. Draft House, and if you want tickets for Surrounded, they're available now I uh, for February second. I noticed something during this episode. What's that? That if you, you push Steve's head down, he looks down. He looks down. Yeah, I, I noticed that. To <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have we got our hats. There's a, a hat that just came out that we made um, with Byron. And they just got shipped to us for the first time. They look very They're cool. Awesome. What if my neck was like this all the time? <laughs> uh, it'd be hard to take you seriously. You look like Mario jumped on your head. <laughs> and there's also a, a hoodie that we're waiting for too. The eight yeah. year anniversary hoodie that I'm very excited I'm about. I'm so stoked about that hoodie because that thing looks tight. <laughs> what uh, size did you get? Anything? Anything fine. Uh, Donovan says, uh, I introduced my best friend to your show and it resulted in a funny experience. Hello, fellas. It's your boy Donnie here again. Not that the name means anything to you. Anyway, after months of sharing various bits (laughs) to friends. Donnie, keep that part out. After showing month, after months of showing various bits to friends and having them listen to a variety of episodes, I finally got two of my friends to start listening to the show from the beginning. Oh, fuck yeah. My roommate and my best friend being one of them. That's tight. Thank you, Donnie. He has slowly started working through the show and recently came upon episode 29, the Becomes a Large Man Commentarium. Oh, wow. The big commentarium. Yeah, with Penny Marshall. That's an old one. Yeah, that that was crazy that we actually had Penny Marshall (laughs) Um, however, my roommate, uneducated in pop culture as he is, had never seen Tom Hanks is large before. So now this is this guy's first exposure to the wow. movie. Wow. And therefore experienced that beloved movie for the first time through that episode. 
He doesn't quite understand what was fully going on, but seemed to thoroughly enjoy it nonetheless. Thanks I want to watch someone have that experience. Dude, I know. Are you on that part of TikTok where it's like rappers? They'll show rappers the, where the sample came from. Like, you remember that song from the 80s? This is the 80s. Yeah, yeah. And then that sample was used in a Tupac song. Yeah, like that's very right. popular Tupac song. So they, I watched a video where they showed a rapper the original song. And he was like, how have I never fucking heard this? Whoa, this is a beautiful song. He only knew the sample. Yeah, I think that's most people. Isn't that, that such a good song? That yes. song is great. Yeah, that's a timeless song. That guy did a few bangers. That Something one was, will never change. Remember the one where he was like, listen to the wind of Yes. It sounds kind of. What was that guy's name? I want to say it's Peter Cetera, but that's not it. It starts with an R. What's that song called? The Way It Is? That's probably not what it's called. I think it's The Way It Is. Some things will never change. Bruce Hornsby. Bruce Hornsby. Yeah. Bruce Hornsby was my manager. Uh, we're not going to the ding zone today, but what? You don't <coughs> know that other one? The one that's like, listen to the wind. Probably if I heard it. Oh. <laughs> it sounds just like the other one. Yeah, but... that that piano song, the sound, yeah. that's like his piano song. Yeah, exactly. It just like it, it's uh it's good. All right, is that God it? God bless it. All right, well, let's say goodbye to everybody. Goodbye. What a show. Yes, very good. What a time. Thank you to Headgum. Thank you to Leah. Thank you to Josh. 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 Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Byron, Kevin, Mike. Yes. Uh, new hats in the store new uh, sweatshirt in the store coming. come see delivering yeah I think you can still order it and then once you order it and they sell the extras then they're out but I think you still got time to order it right now I'm and almost if, positive but if they did order them they're coming right like they're they've if they've already got or maybe yeah, they've already time moves them. forward and Steve has a show on Sunday and I have a show uh, surrounded on the second. Uh, Moon Tower in April East Coast after that We're having a good time Patreon stuff Thank you for subscribing to the Patreon It really does fund the entire production of this podcast If you're thinking about the Patreon Dude, there's so much stuff on there That we don't even talk about That we, I feel like I'm fighting this crowd To talk about our Patreon Thank you so much They love you, dude uh, I hate that I hate this crowd Because I don't know them And they're all dead most likely yeah, I didn't like that, did you? <laughs> um, uh, but uh, especially uh, Kevin worked so hard on editing the Patreon stuff. We got um, a clip coming out what yeah. tomorrow about it. Oh, there, just yeah, give people this, a little peek. We've been doing yeah, we've been doing little fun bits and sketches on the yes. Patreon. It's just very worth it if you're if you're into this show to the point where you're like, I want more and I want different. It exists on the Patreon. Yeah, and we're gonna start teasing some of the old for for you patrons that are already that have been patrons. This has been. Uh, you guys might start seeing some of the older Patreon content come out as clips so that we yeah. can show people what we're up to on the Patreon. Yeah, and if you like it, spread it around. Same thing with any of our clips. You see one of our clips on Instagram, it helps so much if you spread it. It helps so much if you comment on it. Um, if you follow both of us. If I get 300,000 people, I might be able to host my own show at some point. And um, 
Yeah, man. Thank you for all your love and support. Thank you for spreading our stuff around, and thank you for listening to the show. Whoa, we're going to properly end the show. Thanks for listening. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>